All right, it is Monday night. I have a full stomach, and it's time for a new episode of Baby Steps. Hello, everyone. I'm Scott. I want to get right to things here. Uh, first off, obviously, it's Monday night. Uh, a lot of you are probably wondering, hey, uh, what happened to Sunday? Well, on Sunday, uh, <laughs> other people in my Ultimate Journey class... Um, we're finally able to get together so that they could go through the ending ceremony. So that was uh, yesterday. So there really wasn't time for me to record an episode. Uh, which leads to my first announcement. Um, since this has been two weeks in a row, I think the idea of Sunday nights just isn't going to work so i think we're just going to stick with monday nights for baby steps uh so uh you know mark your calendars monday nights will release for baby steps and then my new show show the world episode one was last week um there's been a lot that's been happening with me um and that's what this whole episode's going to be about, but as to uh, show the world, we're going to delay episode two till next week. Um, I haven't put forth the effort that I should for that show and for what I'm hoping to accomplish with it, and I don't want to put something out that I'm not... Uh, I haven't put effort into so we're going to delay that so if you're looking forward to that this week i certainly do apologize uh but show the world will be back next tuesday and like i said for baby steps from here on out we're just gonna stick with monday nights it seems to work better and we will just go from there um i'm just gonna be real real with you and that's what i try to be and you know, you're you're with me through my wins, my losses, my struggles, my highs, my lows, and for the most part, yeah, I've been I've been trying to basically soldier through some stuff here for probably the last month or so. Um I've been struggling a lot with um, you know, I've mentioned it with loneliness. I, I, I've been struggling with a lot of just lack of motivation. Um, motivation to, to put forth the effort in that I, that I usually have been. Um, you know, I talked about a few episodes ago that, you know, cutting people out of your life and there's someone in my life that I needed to cut out. And I didn't. And it's caused a lot of problems with me. I've really just... I feel like a part of me is just just gone. I've been trying to work my through way everything. Trying to, you know, celebrate the... <clears throat> the positives. But it's still just been... It's still just been that issue. I mean, this past week, I've just been 
I've been angry. I've been frustrated. I haven't wanted to work. I just... It didn't help either that I had someone... You know, I work a phone job. She was upset. And she basically told me, you know, my my father is 90-something years old. And you keep... Your company keeps giving me the runaround. Maybe you guys would understand... If you sat, if you had to sit there and watch your parents die. Now, this comes with the job. And for the most part, people have been able to say whatever they want. And I haven't let it bother me. I've had, I've had guys, when I was in collections, basically question my sexuality. But that just... That just annihilated me, what she said. And for you, for those of you that don't know, um, you know, my mom passed away six years ago. And the day that she died, I was there. And I so badly just wanted to tell her, like, I know, I was there when my mom died. But... Unfortunately, I can't say that sort of stuff. You know, I can't even say, you know, God bless you or, you know, during Christmas time, I can't even say Merry Christmas because you just don't know what that person's belief is and you don't want to run into an issue. But it doesn't work both ways. Literally... Whoever I talk to on any given basis can say whatever they want to me. Obviously, if they get too abusive, I have the right to disconnect the phone call. But still, they still have the right to say whatever they want. And that just broke me. Here for a while at work, I've been caught up with, you know what everyone else is doing and and it also didn't help you know i was up for i'm a contractor right now with the company and was up to be moved into a actual role as a employee of the company i didn't get that part of it's my fault and it's just been one thing after another that's been rolling downhill And it's filtered over into everything else with me. I haven't been reading my Bible. I haven't been doing my my studies. I haven't been doing anything. You know, the last few weeks of my Wednesday night Bible study, I'll just admit, I didn't put forth the kind of effort I should have to prepare myself for those last weeks. I just didn't. I haven't felt like it. I haven't shot my bow in two weeks. It's not because of lack of opportunities. I just have it. So I figure as bad as this week, last week was, at least the you know I was gonna have Alexis this weekend. We were gonna have all this fun. We we're gonna do all this stuff. <clears throat> I pick her up on Friday. Um, I picked her up early. She didn't have lunch. 
So I bought her some chicken nuggets and something to drink. She ate it. We got home. <clears throat> we were having fun. Things seemed to be fine. <clears throat> then I get a text from her mom saying, Hey, Lex is in your bathroom dry heaving. <clears throat> so I rush in there. <clears throat> She's crying and begging to go home. <clears throat> I get her to come in to, and, and lay down. She falls asleep for a couple hours, gets up. So I'm already feeling bad because she's begging. One, she didn't tell me she was feeling bad. Two, you know, now she's begging to go back to her mom's house. This is all on top of everything that's happened. And currently, that last throughout the week. And then, probably I've been feeling this way for like the last month. But, a, but Lex gets up. We do a stream for a Friday night. <clears throat> Things seem to be fine. I'm still not feeling the greatest. Barely slept. Get up on Saturday like, okay. We're going to go shoot our bows. We're going <clears> to <throat> go downtown to this thing called Ridiculous Days. We go down to Ridiculous Days and it was an absolute bust. And I'm like, well, hey, we could go get our bows and shoot. And that's when it looks like, I really don't feel like doing anything. I go, right now? She goes, no, I just don't feel like doing anything. So not wanting to push things, we sat around all day Saturday and all night Saturday. The worst possible thing you can do to yourself when you're feeling down and that sort of thing is to sit around and do nothing. And that's what I ended up doing. We get up Sunday for church. Well, it's basically Saturday night. Lex asked if she could go home early on Sunday. So immediately I think it's something I did. So we get up for church. I get to church and immediately I just did not want to be there. And that's big for me. Because that seems to be, you know, no matter what, that seems to be my happy place. And I just, I barely talked to anyone. I just barely did not want to be there. I probably wouldn't have went. If it wasn't for me filling in to run our streams. <clears throat> I start to pay attention to the sermon. Nothing really hits me, but I kind of write some stuff down. And then, of course, the ultimate journey thing. Well, I wrote the facilitator and said, hey, this is what's going on with me. This is how I feel. <clears throat> I'm not going to come tonight because... I don't want my attitude or anything to take away from everyone else. So I'm just, you know, I'm just sitting there. Um, you know, I end up taking Lex home. 
And it just starts to, you know, things just start to dawn on me. Just start to slap me in the face like, hey, I've got to, I've got to turn this around. I got to get back to doing what was, <clears throat> you know, what I was doing. I got to get back into everything. I, I got to get that, got to get that fire back. Because honestly, for like the past month, I feel like I've been stuck in neutral and slowly nudging backwards. So I get home from taking Lex, still not going to Ultimate Journey at that point. <clears throat> and remember last week, the Bible that I was having trouble with because I couldn't figure out how to find anything in it. So I opened it up to one of the reading plans. <clears throat> it's a very basic one. It's for two weeks. You read a chapter every week or every day. Well, I read the first four. And some of it was about, you know, when Jesus told someone, you know, if your, if your hand causes you to sin, cut it off. If your eye causes you to sin, pluck it out. And other things that I read kind of had a similar theme of cutting things out or... So then I... I decide to go to Ultimate Journey. I'm like, I need to be around people. I can't just sit here. So I go. I get there early like I always do. Start talking to the facilitator. And she starts talking about the sermon. And then she, she starts talking about Phase 2 and Phase 3 of Ultimate Journey and says, you know, Phase... You know, it's based off of the exodus of the... Are the Jews going from Egypt to the promised land? She's like, phase two, you're kind of getting out of the wilderness and getting to the edge of the promised land. And phase three is when you learn to conquer the, the promised land. And that really struck me. I went and had a good time. Um... Got a lot off my chest. But through some thinking. You know we're all on the exodus. And like today it just hit me this morning. I'm doing the same thing that I've always done. I work really hard to make changes. Or whatever. Work really hard at something. And get right on that edge. that The edge of. Success of doing something, getting to, to something good, and then it's that thing in me that, that's, that's haunted me my whole life. That I purposely start sabotaging myself from reaching that full potential, getting that success, re reaching the promised land. And as I think about that story and everything, it's really what they did too. God showed them numerous times, numerous miracles, and they couldn't get out of their own way. They did everything they could, basically, to, to force God to take everything away from them. <clears throat> but God didn't, even though a whole generation didn't get to see the promised land. Even when they got to the promised land, they still continued to screw up.
And all of this just like hit me. It's like, dear God, I'm doing it again. God has opened up this whole world, this whole new world for me. Giving me a purpose, giving me a plan, giving me some direction. And maybe it's a weird comparison, but I'm standing outside the promised land. And God, you know, say it's a big gate. And God's standing right there with the key like, here you go, Scott, it's all yours. This is what I've what I've had for you all along. And now it's yours. And here for a while I've been doing everything I can to not take the keys. Because it scares me. And I think I've mentioned this before, I'm scared of success. I've spent a majority of my life chasing dreams and goals that nobody could ever reach. And all of that was to pain and frustration, but for some reason that's what, what part of me thinks it needs. Every time I get close, like, oh, wait a minute, Scott, you can't, you can't actually get success. No, 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 it's all about the, the trying, it's all about the, you can't, you can't fully get that. It's just like, I don't know how to take compliments from people. You know, I remember after, last night after Ultimate Journey, I went into our Facebook group and thanked everyone, for, you know, for letting me share and everything, and you know. People said nice things about me. You know, one of my group members said, you rock, Scott. And I didn't know how to respond to that because I just don't know how to respond. To... And it should be a very easy concept. But, but I think the reason why I don't understand it is because it scares me. Because for so long, I've chased stuff that there's no way I could have ever accomplished. But it was stuff that was never supposed to be my dream. It was never supposed to be my goal. <clears throat> and now here I am, you know, on the verge of... This is who you are. This is what I've had for you. And I can't accept it. I can't. Because I don't, I don't understand. There's still that part of me. And this is my big, one of my biggest faults is the word why. I'm always asking why. And even with this, it's like, man, why me? I got asked to do the tithe message again. I said yes, but still just like, why me? <clears throat> why me? Because maybe I'm not good enough. Why me? Because clearly, emotionally and mentally, I'm still very unstable. 
I don't know why, but I can't just allow myself to succeed or to try anything. I've been, I'm scared. <clears throat> I was all excited. You know, I've talked a lot about archery and I love it. I was all set up in two weeks to go, actually next weekend, to go to Indianola to a shoot. And I started talking myself out of it. My dad talked to one of his cousins down in Arkansas. She shoots. She's a state champion and everything. She's like, might be kind of tough for him. Probably wouldn't be a good idea for him to go shoot a, a 3D tournament. So I decided right there. <laughs> nope, not going to do it. Too scared to try something different. Even though this tournament that I was going to isn't really a tournament because they're not keeping score. They're not giving out trophies. <clears throat> then I just found out this Saturday there's going to be one here in Knoxville about 10 minutes from here. And part of me is like, yeah, you should do it. It's an actual competition. They told me that I could just tell them that I'm new and that I'm just doing it for fun, but I, I kind of want to compete. But there's that, yeah, but you've never shot 3D before. Maybe you shouldn't. I'm so tired of this. I'm so tired of being scared. I'm so tired of letting myself to put in effort towards something and then get right to the edge of of success or whatever it is and then just say, nope, nope, can't do it. <clears throat> I can't accept anything for that. I have to struggle. I have to fight it. Why? Why do I have to struggle all the time? <clears throat> and then it suddenly hit me. Why am I keep asking why? Why does it matter? Why does any... Why, why do I have to question everything? Why do I have to question everything that Pastor Dave put me in charge of? Why does it matter the reason? The sheer fact of that man has only known me for a, for a year and thinks that much of me to put me in those positions. That's it. There shouldn't be anything more. And even then, I shouldn't question it. <clears throat> Just like he told me with taking compliments. Just accept it. When God blesses you with something, just accept it. Stop asking why. But that has been my whole life. I've always asked why. And maybe the answer to it is, 
Maybe it's be, maybe dummy because people see something in you that maybe you just don't see or don't want to see. Why am I afraid to go shoot at these things? What's it going to hurt? Who cares if you finish last? And it's so true. Why does it matter? Why do not only me, but a lot of people ask why? And if I'm truly tired of this, why don't I just go all the way? <clears throat> you know, we went through that ceremony of ultimate journey, and part of the question, you know, part of the Reading at the end of it is, you know, Jesus asking, you know, will you be with me? Will you be, will you give up your past? And that's the biggest thing that's been holding me back. It's a certain someone from my past. <clears throat> that I fought and tried to think, you know, I can make it work. Don't have to cut someone completely out of my life. I don't want to do that. I've been helping them. And if I do, I'm afraid of what might happen to them. But I'm not their keeper. If I cut them out of my life to better myself... And they don't understand that. And they begin to go down a, a downward spiral. That's, that's not my fault. It's their choice. And that's been the biggest thing with me. And that's the biggest thing when you look at that whole Exodus story. <clears throat> is. I have a choice. They had a choice. And for the longest time, they chose to, no matter what God did for them, nope, we're going to go our own way. We're going to do this. Same thing with me. You're handed me the keys to dreams that I never knew I had. And that feels so good. But I'm choosing not to take them. Because for some reason I still feel like I have to suffer. I shouldn't have to. I've picked up a hobby that I truly love. And want to go out and compete. And now I'm mentally to the point to where I can compete. And compete on a healthy way. But then I'm scared. Oh, I've never shot 3D before. What if I lose arrows? I can buy more. <clears throat> Go try it. Give it a try. Challenge yourself. But it's not what I've been doing. I've been hiding. I've been running scared. You know, one of my favorite songs is he called, he knows my name. And 
one of the lines is, I'm not meant to stay quiet, I'm meant to be a lion. And it's true. That's what we're meant to be. That's not what I'm being right now. I've let fear overtake it because still, no matter what, everyone has told me what has happened to me since last June. I still don't feel like I deserve it. I guess this is the first time I've ever really said that. I still feel like I don't deserve it. I also looked at you know what Pastor Dave was telling me where, and I wish this was a video, but you know, that person that you're supposed to be with, that wife you're supposed to have, is up here, and you're down here. You need to you need to get up to that. I don't even think you have to use it as a as a spouse analogy. What God has and wants for you is up here, and you're down here. So I, I'm making some changes. Like I said, I started reading that, that, that Bible study. I'm going to open my Bible again once I'm done recording this. I'm going on Saturday to that, to that tournament. And you'll hear next Monday how I did. Good, bad, ugly, no matter what. I'm going to go and I'm going to have fun. Because I'm going to go, I'm going to meet new people, I'm going to learn some stuff for some people, and I'm just going to do my best. I'm going to go out and shoot tomorrow, I'm going to shoot on Thursday, and I'm going to shoot Friday. So I'm going to go into my first tournament with only three days of preparation. But it doesn't matter. Because I'm not going to let the fear of... Well, I've never done this before. Maybe I shouldn't. I'm going to start making the necessary changes in my life so that I can take those keys from God and walk through the gate. I'm going to talk to that person tonight. And I'm going to be nice, so I'm going to be calm, and I'm, go I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell them I'm sorry. But in order for for me to be the person that that I that I've always been meant to be, I have to let go of the past. The Scott of the past was afraid of of success and failure. I have to let it all go. couple things that came across my Facebook feed. I always get these quotes and everything. And you know, I mentioned about me being unstable. Yeah, I still am. But this is something that stood out to me. Jesus called Peter a rock long before Peter was, was stable and mature. God leads us by calling out what he sees, not calling out our faults or our failures. God knows I'm unstable, but he's called me to do something. 
I just need to accept it and stop asking why. The other one was, every next level of your life will demand a different you. And that's true too. Each season, each part of your life, that's why you have to keep growing. And that's why, I'm sorry, I have not been trying to grow at all. But I'm going to change that. I'm not going to sit back anymore and be afraid. If success comes my way, I'm going to accept it. If compliments come my way, I'm just going to accept them. I'm not going to ask why. I'm not going to ask anything. I'm going to finally conquer my fear of success. And then I'm going to start with other fears too. I'm afraid of heights. I'll work on that. I'm afraid of water and swimming. I'm going to learn how to swim. I can't be afraid to try something. I can't be afraid... Of allowing my hard work to mean something. I'm not going to be afraid of what God has for me. I think that's going to do it for tonight. I'm sorry I ran over a little bit, but this was very important to me. Again, I appreciate everyone's support and listens. You're all part of my family and part of my life. Again, Monday nights now for baby steps. We're just gonna skip Sundays. We're gonna we're gonna do baby steps on Mondays, and then episode two of Show of the World will be next Tuesday. Thank you everyone and talk to you later. <laughs>